0: What's going on? You're listening to King Cam's Njumbe podcast and means message. And today's message is Elijah moving up. Check it out. Whoa.
1: should have it. So we're going to continue to rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Take time out to welcome our St. Mary family, our Facebook friends. Amen. And whoever else that may be screaming with us right now this morning. Amen. We just pray that there be a word from on high that someone may come running asking, what must I do that I may be saved? Amen. I I was just thinking about how God cleaned me up. Amen. And I and I thought about what can take away my sins. Nothing. I, I tried some other things. Amen. I tried Ajax. I tried Tide. Amen. Ha! But nothing can take away my sins. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me white as snow? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? When I had fell apart, when I didn't know my way, when I was lost, disgusted, busted, and broken, disgusted, and couldn't be trusted. Only Jesus made a way for me. Yeah. I, thank, I thank God today. I, I thank God uh, uh, for who I am. Uh, 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 he brought me. I, I got to say it this morning. He brought me from a mighty long way. And I, I, I think about the goodness. The goodness of God. Amen. I think about the goodness of God. Amen. Amen. I just want to take time out to uh, get ready to uh, introduce our guest speaker for this morning, hey, Amen. And uh, we was looking, oh what? What's his name? What's his name? Then his son corrected everybody. <laughs> if anybody knows his name, his son. <laughs> his son. Truly knows his name. Amen. So what I did in front of in front of to Amen. All the way from DeSoto, yeah. Texas. Amen. You know, I, I don't know him, but I know him. I got to hear me. Mm-hmm. I don't know him, but I know him because he's my brother. Yeah. in the Lord. Amen. And I thank God that he took time out to be obedient this morning. Amen. The Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. Amen. We thank God that he's made this way. Amen. And we pray that God use him in a mighty way this morning. Amen. Amen. And right now, I want to bring forward Mark, Marcus Cameron and I seen senior at the end. Amen. So there was somebody for him. Amen. But I want to bring him as he come in his own way. Amen. God bless you. Shall we
0: pray? Our kind and gracious Father, the great I am, we come thanking you for the many blessings that you have stored upon us. Thank you for giving us a reasonable portion of our health and our strength. And we thank you for being God all by yourself. Now, Lord, sit me down you stand up. Let your loving kindness shine through. Now may the words of my mouth, and meditation of my heart be pleasing and acceptable in my sight. Oh Lord, you are our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Give an honor to God to, to Reverend Chappelle. We need to give a hand praise for him. God bless you. Been preaching and teaching week in and week out, ministering, and thank God for the leadership, to the deacon deacon boys, to uh, the music ministry, to lift us up and, and encourage us in song. To family members and friends, to my beautiful wife in her absence, Latricia, amen. We've been together in a few days, August 3rd, 19 years. Amen. amen. Okay, can't stand each other after 19 minutes for 19 weeks. But she put up with me for 19 years So my children and my youngest son, Joshua. Amen. He, he, he decided to road trip with me. Amen. And I thank God for him. But happy am I to be here to share with you what the Lord has shared with me. And if you will, get your Bible. Turn with me to 1 Kings chapter 19. 1 Kings chapter 19, that's the Old Testament. Chapter 19, verses 4 through 8. 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 4 through 8. Those who have to say amen. amen. Those who don't say away for me. All right, we together, all right. Read it from the King James Version. He says, but he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, and came and sat down under a juniper tree, and he requested for himself that he might die, and said, it is enough. Now, O oh Lord, take away my life. for I'm not better than my father's, and as he lay and slept, under a juniper tree, behold, then an angel touched him and said unto him, Arise and eat. And he looked and behold, there was a cake baking on the coals and a cruise of water at his head. And he did eat and drink and laid him down again. And the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat because the journey is too great for thee. And in verse verse 8 it says, and he arose. Amen. That's that's another one. You may be seated. Amen. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness. The thought for this text is Elijah in the wilderness. Elijah in the wilderness. In our text, it's hot dry. You can see the sun, some sun, uh, sun, sun rays beaming down in this desolate, arid, scorching place. As you look closer, you see the man, see a man making his way across the wilderness. And The man is Elijah. He's hot. He's tired. He's drained. He's hungry. You can see the the sweat streaming down his face and his arms and you can feel the thickness of the heat resting on his back. He's in the wilderness. And his vision is getting real bad. As you look around, all he can see is the vast abyss of nothingness. He's in the wilderness. You can see and hear the birds of prey looming over his head. Y'all not pray for me. He's in the wilderness. And keep in mind this is after chapter 18. This is after he preached and teach on the thunderous pulpit of Mount Carmel. This is after he asked him a question, how long will you be halt between two opinions? After he rebuked uh, the 450 prophets of Baal. This is after he took a stand for God. After uh, telling the truth and shaming the devil. After fire falling fresh from the sky, Elijah found himself in the wilderness. And yeah, we have to understand this prolific prophet fell at a very low point of his life. And it's all because a few people rejected him. It's because a few people, by the name of King Ahab and Queen Jezebel, a few people with a little money, power, and prestige, rejected him. A few people uh, didn't want to hear his sound words. They, matter of fact, they threatened him. That's what the Bible says. You took out our men, we're going to come after you. Matter of fact, that's the way it is sometimes. You may influence, y'all pray, y'all may influence a lot of people. May impact quite a few people, ah, but the one or two people you try trying to reach may reject you. That one. Family member may reject you. Your one co-worker may reject you. Your your favorite cousin may reject you. Your your husband, your wife, and your children may turn their back and reject you. Well, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. They'll call you a hater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matter of fact, they ask you for the advice. Right. But as soon as you give them that godly sound advice, they reject you. Well. And then you feel that all is lost. You feel that you have missed your mark. Well, you feel that you're not called to do this. Oh, but I'm reminded of a few Bible stories. Well, when Moses was afraid of, uh, of rejection, he tried to use his speech impediment as an excuse. God turned around and assured him to say, who made your mouth? Well, there you go. Oh, y'all not praying with me. Y'all must be asleep. Uh-huh. Well, now, Jeremiah mm-hmm. was afraid of rejection. He had a little stage fright. And God turned around and assured him. He said, "Don't worry about those many faces." Paul in the New Testament said, "Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. Preach it when they like it and preach it when they don't." But Elijah wasn't trying to hear all that. He was hot and sweating down in the wilderness. Yeah, he was, he was out there. Matter of fact, the text says he went a day's journey. Y'all not praying with me in the wilderness. That's a long time to be walking. Matter of fact, that's a long time to be walking in the middle of nowhere. Okay, okay. Stay ready. Let's work with y'all. Think about this. If I make if I make a wrong turn, if I make a wrong turn, since the camera would immediately have a GPS on deck, This man with a day's journey in the wilderness. Some people would believe. Mm -hmm. Now, if you are in the wilderness that long, you must have done something wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you tarried in the wilderness for this long in your life, you must have done something wrong. Just like uh, the children of Israel back in the book of Exodus. When they doubted and disobeyed God, they sojourned for 40 years. But this is not the case. All right, we ready? This is not the case. Elijah did everything right. But he found himself in the wilderness. He followed God's word, but he's in the wilderness. He was on divine assignment. But he's in the wilderness. Somebody understands. I had church, and I read my Bible, but I find myself in the wilderness. I love the Lord with all my heart, mind, and soul, but I find myself in the wilderness. I reach others, but I'm in the wilderness. I encourage others, but I can't find the words to encourage myself. And how many people in here can testify that on Sunday morning, I have a mountaintop experience, but as soon as I set my foot on the parking lot, I'm down in the wilderness. Yeah. Well, see, some of y'all just saved all your life. Y'all came, came out with the Bible in hand. But somebody here right now is going through that personal wilderness experience somebody right here. It's just like Elijah traveling through this this dry place in their personal wilderness. The preacher told me this. He said, look, either you are in the wilderness, about to go out of it, or about to go into it. So my question is, what wilderness or what place are you in right now? Is it the wilderness of a Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Is it uh, the wilderness of anxiety? Oh, no, that's not your wilderness. Okay, is it the wilderness of anger, resentment, or even uh, bitterness? Is it the wilderness of uh, grief and sorrow? Lord, why did they leave me? is it the wilderness of uh, bills, no money, or the wilderness of having too much money, more money, more problems? is it the wilderness of a bad marriage, abusive relationship, sickness in your body? If it's not one thing, it's another. And Elijah found himself in the wilderness. He was alone, again. And he said, uh, now, I'm in a text. It says, now, O Lord, take my life. That's something deep. That's something serious. People look out, like, there's one thing I learned while studying this text. See, I, see, I study, see. There's one thing that arrested my attention while looking at this text. There's a certain reality that's very apparent in the text. And this is my first point. I submit to you my first point, And that is Elijah was depressed in the wilderness. OK, y'all don't understand me. Elijah was depressed mm-hmm. in the wilderness. Right. Let me rewind that. Mm. There's a certain reality that some of us may understand. Mm. That this man, the man of God, oh, yeah. was depressed mm. in the wilderness. Mm. And he said, now, O oh Lord, take my life. Somebody understands what this man is going through. Yeah, somebody understands that That personal prayer Lord, end it all for me depression have you ever been depressed have you ever went through mental depression emotional depression or even, they call it the dark night of the soul, spiritual depression, I go to church but I can't feel God mm-hmm, like the Like the birds of prey, the pressure is looming and hovering over your head day in and day out. And he said, now, oh, Lord, take away my life. No matter what they say. Somebody can testify. No matter what they tell me. I'm still depressed. No matter how often they pour into my life, I'm still depressed. No matter if they hug you and tell you they love you, and they wrap their arms around you and pray for you in your face. Some people pray for you and they be lying. But they pray for you, and you still are like Elijah down and depressed in the wilderness. I need somebody. We're in church. I need somebody to be transparent with me. Yes, I'm saved, but I'm depressed. Sanctified, but I'm depressed. Filled with the Holy Ghost but I'm depressed. I testify but I'm tired. I minister but I'm drained. Jesus said in this world you have tribulation but, be of good cheer, but I have overcome the world. Elijah was depressed in the wilderness. He said now Lord take my life. He said for I am not better. I'm still in to take. I'm not better than my father. After all he has done He feel, you know, when depression really sits in and it sits on your back, yeah, he said he feel like he's not better, not better than Abraham, Isaac, or Jacob, not better. Yeah, some of y'all may may have accomplished great and wonderful things, but you turn around when depression sits in, in your personal wilderness, you'll say, I'm not better than my grandmother. I'm not better than the old season. I'm not better than Paul Paul. This man of God just got through accomplishing great and wonderful things. He was used by God. He preached, performed miracles, and he said, I'm not better. Some of you have done great things in this church. Some of you have done wonderful things. But because of the pressure... You say, I'm not better. You won victories, but you turn around and say, I'm not better. Gained goals, but I'm not better. Don't let the enemy steal your joy. I'm looking around, and I see a few testimonies. You beat the odds. You're not a statistic. You got out, and then you was able to get in. You got the promotion. You graduated, but you'll still say, I'm not better. I need somebody here that'll stand up and testify and do an inventory of their life do a checklist and say I've done wonderful things because God is able. Yeah, yeah, as I look back over my life and I think things over, I can truly say that i have been blessed. I am a living testimony. All of my good days, I wait my bad days, and I won't complain. Yeah, when you down and you depressed, David said, "I looked, I looked up towards the hills, but when coming my help, my help comes from the Lord." Elijah was down and depressed in the wilderness of Texas, and the angel touched him. Thank you, Lord. Y'all miss y'all, y'all Oh, okay. He was down in the wilderness. He was depressed. Something, something developed. Something transpired. When he was down in the wilderness, the angel, the Bible said, the angel touched him. Look at it, you gotta look real close. Elijah didn't reach out and touch him. Mm-hmm. The angel touched him. He didn't stretch forth his hand. The angel touched him. He didn't touch the hem of his garment. The angel him. He didn't push himself closer to the pool. The angel stooped down and touched him. Is there somebody here that will be honest and to testify and say, I'm so glad when I was lost in my wilderness experience, in my mess. Sitting in depression. God came and he touched me. I was hopeless and he touched me. Full of melancholy, but he touched me. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against it. I'm so glad. Somebody said, I'm so glad that trouble don't last always. And the angel touched him and he said, Arise and eat. People of God say, Mary, Elijah was depressed. That's my first point. He was depressed. But, second point, he was, he received divine direction Mm. in the wilderness. What did the angel tell him? Mm. To arise. Now, the angel was sent from God. So that makes him divine, right? He told him to arise. In order for Elijah to rise or shit, I say, uh, get up. But, well, you know, we don't we don't we don't say that, right? We say we say get up, wake up. Time to go to school. Time to go to work. Uh, we don't say arise. We say get up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, in order for him to do that, he has to go from his lowest point to his highest point. Yeah, from from being asleep to being woke. Arise. Uh, that means you should get up. Stand up, get on your feet. I believe God has given us divine directions as the body of Christ that he is to get up. Well, well. There's another part of this thing, though. When Elijah was in the wilderness, and he was down in the press, and he received divine direction, he told him to rise, and then what else? To eat. Yeah, it sounds like a loving father. It sound like a loving parent. Yeah, I understand you're going through something, but you need to eat. Before you go to that next level, you need to eat. But let me pause real quick. I need to, for you guys to look closely at this thing, pay close attention to it. Uh, the angel was really specific as to what he should be eating. Matter of fact, it was already prepared for him. Mm, somebody already caught it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. Grace and mercy was already prepared. Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. When my my uh my granny and him used to say, when he you try to figure it out, he's already worked it out. Remember Elijah, he asked for one thing, he asked for death. But God gave him life, that's right. Yeah, he gave me something else. He was depressed, and he didn't he want to quit, but God gave him uplift. When he was down and out, God gave him compassion. Aren't you glad you wanted one thing, but God blessed you with something else? Aren't you glad you wanted to stop, but God kept on pushing you? Aren't you glad you didn't get what you deserved? He protected you, shielded you, kept you from danger seen and unseen. And as a matter of fact, he kept you from yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, right now in our text in the wilderness spirits, we have divine directions that is to eat. Okay, you know. And somebody's asking, Preacher, uh, what is it that we should be eating? It's really clear, it's real specific. We should be eating bread and water. No, 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 no. I'm just joking. Elijah, that's all he had to eat. It was bread and water. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, You know, I still like chicken. I still like uh, catfish, a little bit of salad, and a diet coke on the side. But in our text, mm-hmm. symbolically, mm-hmm. that bread represents something else. Right. hmm And the water it represents something else. The bread represents the word. There you Yeah. Go. That's what we should be what eating. Everything is not good for spiritual consumption. Trust me. Uh huh. Yeah, the Quran ain't good for it. Buddha ain't good for it. The word is bread that we should be eating, and the water is representative of the Holy Spirit, that rejuvenating and refreshing power of the Holy Spirit. The bread is the word, matter that fell from heaven. I love fellowship, but I need the word. Yeah, I love praise and worship. But I need the word. I love hearing sweet songs of Zion, but I need the word. Oh, I need that word, that lotus, that Rhema word. The word will sustain you. The word may, may will maintain, empower you, rejuvenate you. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. He that out after me should never hunger. He that believeth on me should never thirst. You may be saved a long time, but you still need to come to the table and eat. Amen. Elijah was received divine direction in the wilderness and that is he, I heard a song that goes like this, come and dine, the table is spread, the feast of the Lord is going on, that bread is the word, Thou bread is the lamp. Until my feet uh, and a light uh, unto my path. The deacons back in my home church, Galilee Richland Baptist Church, where, where uh, Reverend L.R. Davis he was a pastor. The deacons during devotion uh, used to do, do something like this. They would say, Bread of heaven, yeah. bread of heaven, <laughs> feed me uh, till I want no more. Ah, but after he ate, the Bible says, he laid down again. Some people say, some people understand he's still depressed. He's tired. He want to lay down. Some people would say he's, he, he's sick and tired. You know, sick and tired of being sick and tired. But knowing the people that I know, knowing me, that after you eat all that food, yeah. you catch a severe case, like my, uh, Dr. Walker said, an acute case of the iris. Oh, y'all catch me, y'all catch the house. But uh, he, he caught me, out, he went back to sleep. But I looked at the text, and I found myself getting very angry with the man of God. I got, I got very judgmental about this man. He said, you, you, you were depressed, and you received divine narration, and you, after you ate, you went to sleep. See, you know, I'm, that's all I can be. It's myself. It's a, and I realized that I was one of those people that went to church week in and week out, got, ate and got fat full, and went to sleep. Went to the uh, got divine directions and went back to sleep. Uh, went to all the revivals and went back to sleep. But Elijah, he received divine direction in the wilderness. Uh, let me tell you something here. And the angel came again. Y'all don't understand what's going on. He had to put a handle on it. He said, the angel of the Lord. Okay, he, had to put a, he had to put a title to this thing. That means that is very symbolic of God, actually. He didn't send a delegate. He said, I'm coming down and touching you myself. He came a second time and touched him. Y'all not praying with me. I was the oldest of three. And as the mama gave me them, them instructions, you know, I was, I was kind of hard headed and, uh, and she had to come, she had to tell me a second time, and she touched me. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I was ready to go. But uh, when he came, as a matter of fact, he, some of y'all in here, he had to come back and touch you a second time. He reminded you of your calling, reminded you of your mission. For I know the plan that I have for you, uh, your purpose. That second touch uh, for the second time, that is redemption. That's grace uh, and that's mercy. That's restoration. After he said I was done, after you laid it all down and quit and uh, quit praying, quit ministering, God came around and touched you a uh, second time. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad that God is a God of a second, uh, a third, <laughs> even a fourth, even a Fifth chance, he touched my situation, touched my condition, touched my family. Is there anybody here that'll testified. He touched my attitude, touched my job. Yeah, how many people know that touch? He came to you a second time, touched with a fingertip of love, with some healing, some deliverance. Where were you when the Lord touched you a second time? Were you at, at the house when he touched you? Were you on your job bro. in your car when he touched you? Aren't you glad he made you whole? The song said, he touched me yeah, And the joy that filled My soul Something happened and now I know Now I know He touched me a second time And I know I'm made whole Because he touched you For it's not by power Nor by might For it's by my spirit saith the Lord And I'm reminded Of a story Elijah was depressed Matter of fact, he was broken. He was hurt. I'm reminded of a story of a little girl. She was about five, six years old. She loved to color. She was like a little artist. So her mom would keep up in color everywhere in the house. She gave her a coloring book. And she gave her a beautiful coloring book with a beautiful box of crayons. And in those crayons, she used almost every last one of them colors. But there's one color that little girl loved to use. Mm. That was her favorite color. Oh, yeah. oh, y'all, y'all, y'all not praying with me. Uh, it's her favorite color. And every day after school, she would go in the front and watch TV. Mm. But TV was out to her, but she was coloring. You know, everybody was going about their business, but she was coloring. Mm. And she used her favorite color. And then she added too much pressure on that crayon. Mm. And that crayon broke. Oh, my goodness. You can hear cries going out Mm. throughout the house. And then the mama came down and said, child, why are you? Why are you crying? And she said, mama, my favorite color is broken. My favorite crayon that I love to use It's broken. I can't use it anymore. Oh, that mother stooped down, got that broken crayon, and got that coloring book, and got the colors. She said, broken crayons still work. Somebody in here may be broken, but God was stooped down. And use it, cause broken colors, broken saints still work. I may be depressed, but I may be down, I will move with divine direction. And in our text, in our situation, in this point in time, he, Elijah, moved with determination. That's my third point. He was depressed in the wilderness. He received divine direction in the wilderness, and he moved. With determination. The Bible tells me uh, he arose. Is there one or two people in here that'll move uh, with determination? Move uh, with the Lord say move. Move uh, with a sense of urgency. Move uh, with the will of God. Move uh, with persistence, uh, with assurance. The song says, uh, a choice to keep I have. A God to glorify. Who gave his son my soul to and fit him, I say fit him, fit him, for the sky. Is there one person here that'll testify? I may have issues, but I'll move. I may have situations, but I'll move. Circumstances, bills, issues, money is funny, change is strange, but I will arise. I say move. What? determination. I may lose a friend but I'll keep moving. I may lose a family member but I'll keep moving. They may reject me but I'll keep moving. I got a question in St. Mary's. How does it feel when you got out of your wilderness? I feel like shouting. I feel like dancing. I feel like praising God. Since we in church oh magnify the Lord with me. Let us his name together. Praise him on this side. Praise him over here. And then you find out and you move with determination. you be blessed in the city. Blessed in the field. Blessed when you're going out and you're coming in. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I heard a voice of Jesus saying, Come on. Lie down, Marcus. Lie down. Lay your head upon my breast. I came to Jesus. Yes, I did. Just as I was weary, worn, and sad. I found in him a resting place, and he has made me glad. Elijah, he was down in the press in the wilderness. He received divine right direction in the wilderness with determination yeah. may God bless you yeah. Will you move with a sense of urgency All oh, saints you said work while well, it's still day uh-huh. for a night coming uh-huh. no man can work right. may God bless you